This podcast is proudly part of the Paranormality Radio Network. Visit ParanormalityRadio.com to find binge-worthy podcasts dedicated to all things paranormal and creepy. From conspiracy to cryptid, you'll find it here. Welcome to... I, I have, have a strange, strange story, story podcast. podcast. <laughs> Nailed it. I didn't, I didn't say hello. That's what you everyone to know. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. You just counted it down. But Sorry. hey, we, we like to mix things up a little bit, keep it fresh. <laughs> hello. And I've been told I can't keep track. I can't, I can't keep a rhythm with people, other people for some reason. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, so- Welcome to the podcast where uh, two sisters retell people strange um, stories and paranormal experiences. Um, I'm Lindsay, and we have Rebecca, and we have a guest, too. Hello. You can't see my hey. hands sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you want to introduce yourself all? Uh, yes, uh, my name is Saul. I've uh, been on the podcast once before with my one of my other co-hosts uh, for a podcast of mine. Um, I uh, have two podcasts. I have my older podcast, uh, which is uh, Nerds from the Crypt, uh, where we review horror uh, movies, uh, television series, and actually interview uh, creators about uh, comic books, uh, book, well, books, uh, novels, whatever, anything that has, has a creative side to it um, that has to do with horror. And I actually started uh, another podcast with my wife, which is Waiting on My Miracle, which is in the, in the background here. Um, and it is a story where we've just started it last week. We're going to be releasing an episode every two weeks. And we're going to be just telling our story of first first episode was when we how we met. Uh, then it's going to go continue going on to where we uh, are trying to have um, our baby. Now we're trying to get pregnant, but we've had some issues along the way. So it's going to be our journey going through there, and we're going to be asking people to come on the podcast to tell their their story and how what they went through and all that. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a really great idea to share experiences and um, gain understanding. That's mm-hmm. awesome, dude. Yeah, it's a it's a long road. It's been two years now that we're, that we've been trying. So hopefully, Gosh. we're waiting on some news here. So maybe. We can update the podcast uh, a lot sooner than we're hoping. <laughs> yeah, so. that'd be awesome. Yeah, cool. well, um, I got to listen to the first episode. It's amazing. It's so um, it the way that y'all y'all uh, communicate together and um, just the way that the story flows is really good. Um, it sucked me in. I've never had children, and I don't. I can't have children. <laughs> but um, it was it was great to listen to. And your wife Tabitha has an amazing voice. Like you, she's just so good at talking. Becky actually actually heard the like hour and ten minute version of it, mm-hmm. and we cut it down to like forty minutes um, yeah. at, the, at the end because it was just like this is a lot of a lot of uh, story. <laughs> yeah, but it was all good. It all flowed really well, and it was really sweet. I liked it. So thanks for coming on the show. Oh, my <laughs> <Yeah>. pleasure. <laughs> I'm over here entertained by I'm over here entertained by turning into a ghost over here. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's getting a little bit creepy like just in the beginning of this sometimes your hand disappears your shoulder is gone so I don't yeah your ear is gone now I don't know <laughs> there's something strange happening right this moment 
So uh, Saul's come on to talk about some of his crazy stuff. You've heard him before. Um, he had the story about uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot framing my dog. Bigfoot framing the dog, that asshole. Yeah. I've actually had people tell me, because I, I heard your story about uh, Bigfoot framing it, your dog. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, stupid Bigfoot. <laughs> I know. Like, I love the guy, but in this case, I do not. <laughs> so yeah um listen to that episode i'll have that uh, episode in the show notes for anybody that wants to take a listen but what do you have uh what you want to talk about today so all right so i have a couple stories that i've uh, kind of mentioned to to becky not, not too much not too many uh details that i've told her uh but this is when i was what i'm trying to think about 14 15 years old uh, my neighbor just came came home and and he had actually bought this uh, game called Devil May Cry. The whole game is about uh, beating demons and you're a demon and it's like that you're killing other demons, right? We played that all day because we didn't have a we didn't have a, a memory stick, so we had to we couldn't turn it off. So we're like, let's see how far we can get in one day without whatever. Are you gonna say something? No, I just oh, think okay. it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, we we played it all day, almost through the night, and then I'm like, right, I've got to go, whatever. We we didn't get to beat it, so I turned it off. We go, I go to bed, so I'm asleep, and then all of a sudden I feel like I feel like airless, like I'm like I'm I'm like I don't know if you can see my hands here, <laughs> but nope, I'm, I feel like I'm like this. I'm gonna yeah, okay. I'm like this off the bed. I'm doing it. Yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'm I feel like I'm levitating. I wake I wake up. All of a sudden I feel I feel like I fall into my bed. Oh, my no. door swings open in my bedroom mm-hmm. and I hear steps rain away. And I'm like, <laughs> holy moly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what that was. Uh we kind of attribute it to to playing with demons all game all day, um, video games with demons all day. I don't know. It, it was weird. It was a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any other experiences like that afterwards? At that house, yeah. Uh, my my brother once said that he had left the door open, and uh, he was sleeping. And he woke up, and he could have sworn uh, he thought it was me standing in the hallway. Um, mm-hmm. But because he said he said he called my name out, I didn't I didn't I didn't hear him. Um, one other time at the same place, my um, my mom was uh, finishing up in the morning. We had gone to school already. She said she can hear people walking around in the in the living room, so she yelled at us, saying, "What the heck are y'all doing here? You're supposed to be at school already." So <laughs> she went out there, and there was nobody. God. So yeah, uh, so we used to have stuff like that all the time at that house. <laughs> yeah, you lived in a it haunted house. Sounds like house, a prankster. Or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me pick them up for I no just... reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, and then run off like you're oh, gonna get caught. You know what I did? You know what? It was a it was a David Copperfield. A ghost he was trying to do a trick on me. <laughs> he put a hoop like yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, look, no strings. No strings. Oh and crap, he's waking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ran away when I was waking up. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, part of the show, yeah. guys. Bye. <laughs> um, That's a but, poltergeist for sure. But like it's never it's never been anything to where like you see things flying around or things like that. Um, it's always like yo, it's always in the corner of your eye. Mm. Um, like uh, just to throw another geekum that I do and um, I, on Doctor Who or those aliens, the the what's it called? The ones that this, the one you can't remember. 
yeah the silence like yeah. you, you turn you see something all of a sudden you're turned back and you don't like they're on the corner of your eye you see them but then when you're not seeing them you you, you forget all about what what happened that's so weird i wonder if they got that from <laughs> i think that's reality what yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool yeah that's pretty creepy man um yeah and so this, so you attributed this to be to like after you played this video game that was about killing demons and then facing your own demons too. I, um, well, I'm not sure because you are a you in the game you are a demon that's fighting other demons. Oh, okay. Well, spoiler, everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, that that is. Did they have any type of like rituals or invocation or anything? Not in the game. That not is that just, I know. That is just so weird. Maybe Ryan was just really open to like receive stuff like that since you'd been kind of absorbed in that day. Maybe, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Haunted house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I have well, my... how long did you how long did you live there? Oh, um at that place from when I was a freshman in high school to about mm-hmm. 22, 23, so about good good is that good eight years? Yeah, and that's my parents that still live there the entire time. Oh uh, no. no, 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 no. My parents still live there. They have really haven't had a, too many too many issues there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my brother and my dad, where they they refuse to sleep in my old bedroom though, uh, if they ever have to. Uh, they oh. don't even use that bedroom. They use it as storage, you know. So yeah, good riddance. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, block huh. that thing up so that nobody can get in there and get <laughs> levitated again. <laughs> That'd be an awful That's thing for a guest to oh. to experience. And just as a side note, um, I do remember that one time we had a I had a uh, some friends stay the night. They did tell me that they heard someone walking back and forth in the hallway, um, but they didn't they didn't want to go look. I didn't hear it, but they just said that they did. So I don't know. Yeah, That's I cool. always think it's interesting when people like continue to hear things. I mean, I know it's not as easy as like, we'll just move, but like people stay through it and it just Mm -hmm. becomes like the normal. I don't know. I don't know, man. So there's, so they, they, they talk about that, like the people that have experienced that and the, the, the reasoning that they give, I, I think is that like, well, we can live through this. So why, why bother, you know, leaving? Like, especially if it's not that like footsteps is creepy but Mm -hmm. it is almost something that you can get used to in a way my next thing is the is the one that really what scared me though this one didn't scare me it's kind of spooked me oh Um, let's hear this so there was um it happened like two two or three times but it was i was having um a sleep paralysis kind of um moment where i uh I used to have this all the time where like I would, I'd be asleep, you know, and all of a sudden I'd wake up and I can feel like I was awake, but I couldn't pick up my hand up. I couldn't move my fingers or anything like that. And it's that whole thing. like, just move one finger. That's all like, just like that. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I couldn't happen. Couldn't happen. Well, one of these times I felt like something come over me and just start like nudging on my shoulder, like pushing me. And then I'm like, I'm just there, like in paralyzed, you know, I'm like, Oh, yeah. crap, what's going on? And then all of a sudden I feel like, something get on top of me and just start just start like push like rocking me like my shoulders i'm like what the heck and um it happened about three or four times and that's the only thing that really that really scared me in the house mm-hmm. but that happened during that house uh but other than other than that 
I, I, I can't say that I'm scared to go back home with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really had I haven't had sleep paralysis in this in this in this house since I, mean, I haven't had sleep paralysis for about ten years now. So wow, that's insane. and it was in that room. Yeah, that nobody will go into now because when you open the door, there's toys swirling <laughs> in the air, uh, <laughs> and no, your like... closet is sucking everything. In. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that's that, I, I would I would attribute it to that, but I was just messy. So. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like like I said, n- nothing like you can't see things moving around like that. So I'm not sure what it is about that room. Mm-hmm. But people are afraid to live in that room. Yeah, that's the the heart of the house, as they would say in the poltergeist. Yeah, in the poltergeist movie. When was poltergeist? When do you know when the house was built? It's a it's actually a pre manufactured home, so it, it was brand new when we got it. Gotcha. So I don't know if the the land we were at really have anything to do with it, but it, it used to be a, a a crop field. So it was like it, down in South Texas, there's a lot of agriculture going on, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as um, as the city extends, they start buying these lo- these uh, fields. They used to grow cotton or corn, and they just start building on those on those lots. They start improving those lots and and, and building on them. So I don't know if there, there was anything to do with with that there. So. I mean, anytime you have corn, there's always something creepy going on, right? <laughs> he walks behind yeah. the walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, anyone, if anyone knows what that is, that's from Stephen King. Uh, is it the Children of the Corn? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the name of their of their their um, thing that they worship. He who walks behind the rose. Oh, yeah. That was basically in your house. So. <laughs> <laughs> And so you had kind of the the classic sleep paralysis, I guess, um, experience where somebody you felt like somebody was pushing on your chest. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get to see it, or were you ever able to open your mm-hmm. eyes? No, probably for the best, yeah. in my opinion. Like I wouldn't want to see that either. No, no. <laughs> wow. Never, never, cool. never saw anything other than. Um, well, I never felt anything other than actually on me, other than that mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. did did you what did you experience as far as like feelings was it just fear or i mean obviously it was fear but yeah um did you think that this thing was um did you feel like it was evil or going to try to kill you or anything like that <laughs> no i'm not sure what it what i'm not even don't remember what it was that i felt um yeah it, it was just like what the heck is going on you know like like when, when am i gonna actually be able to move because there's, there's been other times where I have like a sleep paralysis moment where nothing happens. It's just where where I'm just like, all right, look, let's see how long it takes for me to wake up now fully. Yeah. Um, and I know it's the whole thing of like your body wake, waking up before your mind does. Mm-hmm. But like, why is it that it's at that moment where you can probably feel these things? Because your mind's open now. You're you're awake, but your body your body isn't. Yeah, that is. Uh... Yeah, that is the question. Like, why do we experience this stuff in that in that sl- that state? Is it because mm-hmm. that's the best time? That's whenever we're open to these things happening. Like Lindsay, you have a you have a theory about visiting other people's dreams and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you sleep, that's why that's why your wife gets so mad at you in her dreams <laughs> when she has a bad dream that like you cheated on her or you were with another woman they're mad because that's what you were doing in your dream and she knows it she knows it <laughs> she caught you <laughs> um 
Yeah. I'm in agreement with you though, Becky. It's because when you're in that state, you're in that, um, like sweet spot mm-hmm. for like slipping in and out. In my opinion, like slipping in and out of dimensions or that's also lucid dreaming, which is like the precursor to, um, what's it called that I like, um, astral projection, astral projection. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, there's been times where I've been, um, like I w- I'll wake up from a dream and I'm like, Oh, this is a pretty cool dream. I'll be able to go back to sleep and actually go back into the same dream. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'll go sleep right back right now. I might be able to go back in. Yeah. And I'm able to go back into uh-huh. the same dream. So it's just weird. That's cool. You must have a, yeah, I don't know. You must just be lucky. Cause it's it just... takes a lot of people <laughs> that too. Uh, because you can do lucid dreaming, you can practice it, but it mm-hmm. takes time and it takes um, like a lot of documentation and and stuff like that. So you're lucky that you just get to. It's just natural to you. Well, no, it's, it's not like I do it every night or anything like that. It's, it's every once in a while I'll be able to do it. Yeah, that's cool. That is cool. okay. So. Was this, um, were there other homes that were around you or was it just your home and then a large piece of land? No, no, there's a, uh, the subdivisions are pretty, pretty, the lots are pretty close together. So I would say okay. there's about a maximum 20 feet between, between homes. Yeah, I'm um, trying to think of side. it. We had, we had another story that was in um, a subdivision like that, but it was, a, it was, uh, well, I think I was, I was trying to see if there were any parallels between any other stories that we had that were. Um, and subdivisions like the one that you lived in where there was paranormal stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot, of, we don't get a ton of those stories. Um, and I don't think we've had one that's, um, like haunted. We've had one where we thought that it was a dog man or a murderer. And then we've had mm-hmm. another one where it was like aliens, but we mm-hmm. haven't had like hauntings. So mm, first. I was trying to think of what, yeah, I was trying to think of what it could be tied to. And I just can't tie to anything besides the creepy land. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there, but it might be Saul or your family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, well, do you have any other experiences outside of that home? Uh, it went more in the room. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> well, this is, this one's, this one's more of a, of a, what's it called? Uh, I didn't know what to think about it once because uh, my, my parents, my, my, my mom and my dad, my mom's from Mexico. My dad was born here, but his family, uh, his like grandparents and all that live in Mexico. So one time uh, I, after I graduated high school, they actually ended up going to Mexico for um, two weeks and I couldn't go because I had to work. So I'm, I'm, by, I'm home alone for two weeks. Nothing really happened during that time frame there, except for one time I was, I think it was a, Saturday night and I fell asleep early that day went to bed and then all of a sudden I wake up like around three like three eleven something like that because I hear a bunch of dogs barking I'm like oh crap crap one of the dogs the neighbor's dogs got loose and now it's frowning up all the all the neighborhood dogs you know mm-hmm. so I wake up and I I'm trying to go back to bed and I can't go back to bed for because of the stupid dogs so I go I look through my window and there's no dogs out there. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> oh my god! So I'm like, um, okay. So usually, usually what happens is that a dog, a neighborhood dog, will go loose and it'll be running around, and as it's running around, it's rolling up all the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's no, there's no dogs out there, and I'm like, okay. 
Oh, this is when this is when I go back to go back to bed and look at the clock because I have a thing where I have to look. I have to, I have to know what time it is when I, when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do that. I go back to bed. Well, then early the next morning, um, around six thirty, I get I hear my phone going off, so I answer it. And it's my aunt telling me that the night before they had to rush my uncle to the hospital, and that he had passed away at three eleven in the morning. So I was like, oh. "What the heck?" So. Yeah, oh. I woke up the time that he passed away. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. That mm-hmm. um that is that is uh so interesting that you and Greg kind of share that type of experience cuz he had the same thing. Were you close uncle. to Yeah. Were mm-hmm. you close to your uncle? Um I can't say we were close, but mm-hmm. like uh I didn't really know what what he what he was up to at any given point, right? But um, he they did live with us for about a year and a half when they mm-hmm. first they were from Colorado and they moved down to to Texas, and so for about the first year and a half they were there with us. So that's that's got to be about the closest that I can say we we have. But no no real no real like like we went out and did stuff now. Yeah, wow, that is insane. And you were woken up by dogs barking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. so did he have any ties to dogs or anything like that? Yeah. Not any of the dogs that I had that time. Uh he mm-hmm. he did have one a connection with one of my other older dogs mm-hmm. that um he actually gave us one of uh one of his friends uh was not gonna be able to take care of their dog anymore. And mm-hmm. they were trying to rehome it before they had to pretty much give it to a shelter that's where they're gonna put him down. Mm. And he brought it over to our house to see if we wanted it. My mom loved, fell in love with it, and and kept and and um, we kept it until he passed away. So, oh. well, the, until the, the dog passed away, and that was the dog that no matter when it was that he came over, he would always be happy to see him and all that. So I don't know, maybe it was that that ghost dog <laughs> that woke me up or whatever. <laughs> maybe you were just like a strain, like you just happened to be woken up. Because he was visiting the home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe but. maybe he went to go visit that dog. Maybe the dog was waiting for him to pass over. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I know, ghosts are sweet. Ghost <laughs> dogs are sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say all ghost dogs are good because we just don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so the I, majority of your experiences are in that home um yeah yeah uh most of my personal ones my my mom has had some some experiences uh, back in mexico um my my mom's uh well my aunt my mom's sister she's had some like a recurring reoccurring um experiences back whenever she goes back home to her house uh back where my my, my mom um grew up Wow. Uh, so she doesn't go back because she has she has like reoccurring things that happen when she goes back there. Um, so she's so tra- traumatized by it, or just sh- that she just avoids it. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Yep. So, yeah. As, as far as occurrences in the house, I think that's the that's about it. I, I can't remember anything else that actually happened in the house that I can that I can remember that I can say happened to me. Um, mm-hmm. or my, or my family that they've actually told us, but like I said, there's still that uneasiness that they don't want to sleep in that room. 
Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> dude. Yeah. You've had some pretty creepy shit happen, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look how well adjusted he's come out of it. Exactly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can face anything now. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing those uh, with us. I think um, I always get kind of jealous whenever uh, people have these type of experiences because I never, I never have. And like, that's kind of what I want my whole life. So I'm, I think I just, I think the the show is just me living vicariously through other people's (laughs) stories and being like, yeah, I wish that was me. (laughs) My my dad, I used to, because my dad used to uh, work at a a oil mill and Mm -hmm. it's one of these places when you, when you get up and you see these big old um, metal buildings, right? And what it is, uh, (laughs) you hear that? Yeah. (laughs) It's my, my sister-in-law's. Oh, (laughs) It's the ghost. I know. Um, but these oil mills have been around for, for years and years. And his coworkers would always tell him that they are those places are haunted, that there's ghosts up in the there's there's uh ladders that connect one or you can see me. Connect one place to the other one. Mm-hmm. There's big old silos pretty much. And okay. uh, he said that they would see people walking up there when there's nobody um, supposed oh, no. to be taking those and he says he never saw anything but he never he never um went looking for them and he goes the thing is that one of his friends was always saying i'm gonna go I'm gonna, i want to find one i want to see one i want to see one and he never did and what mm. his thing was is that it, since he's wanting to see it it's not gonna happen it's gonna yeah. only happen when you're like not you know you're not paying attention or you're not looking for it yeah exactly yeah, that's. I think that's my problem. Is that I just want it to happen so bad that it's never going to happen. It's like quit being desperate, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, Becky, do you remember? I think for a while we were scared of my bedroom growing up because of the stuff that I would hear. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that always happened to me in that house is that I would hear. I would always hear mom calling my name. Mm-hmm. And I'd always like hear it and get up and like go and be like, what did you need? Or I'd go wherever and she wasn't there. And I was like, fucking mom called my name. Like, I don't know. I, I There was a lot of name calling. I think, Lindsay, in your case, you had something attached to you because that happened in, I feel like almost every house that we lived in whenever you were it a did. kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Do you remember me talking about it as a kid? Would I ever be like, did mom call us? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's creepy. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Sorry, my dog is here. She's she has seizures now, and so I can't shut her out anymore. <laughs> oh. she so. wagging her tail. She's just staring at me. She wants me to get, make oh. her get her something to eat. So, anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing those stories with us. Do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? I do have another story that's not my story, my own personal story, but it's uh, my mom's story. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Do you all know what duendes are? No. You told you told me that, but I didn't look it up or anything. So <laughs> These are like uh, like gnome-like creatures. Um, and what are they called? Duendes. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll send you the 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 writings you can put it in there, but they're like normal like creatures. Um, some people say they're like Smurfs. Um, okay. But what they what depending on where you are in Mexico, they have different beliefs on what they do. Uh, some of them people believe that they're there to guard the house. 
um, and some people believe that they're they're uh, malevolent. They're actually there to to do harm. So uh, one of the stories that I heard was that my mom, when she was young, she would uh, every once in a while she would have to sleep with with her her grandmother. And out, back then, when my mom was 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 young, they didn't have rooms that connected together. They had a building of a set of rooms, but you'd have to go outside to go into the other room. And then from there, there there was an, another level up. You had to go upstairs, but you were not connected in the house. So there was just a, a series of rooms, you know. Mm-hmm. And the grandmother's room, or my my great grandmother's room, was off to the side, but you had to walk a distance to get there out in the middle of the night. So for whatever reason, she had to stay in that room because uh, no, nobody else was going to be there, and they had the the lantern on because they didn't have electricity back then, um, out in the middle of nowhere in Mexico. <laughs> Yeah. So they, she said that she would be trying to go to sleep, and then you can see the, the shadows of these little duendes, um, like mm. playing around um, outside the window. Um, oh. And then that she, she can she can see them running. Um, and she said she never she never really felt anything until she fell asleep. She felt like one of them was trying to pull her her hand to <gasps> like, like to to mess with her. Well, <laughs> she she had told me that story when I was younger and I, and I've always been fascinated. I think that's why I've been fascinated about from this stuff. Cause my mm-hmm. mom went through it now. And then I kind of went through it too. But um, one time when we were in Mexico, we all decided, well, let's just tell our little scary stories. Well, my mom told that story and my grandpa said, yep, those, those lenders are, are, are tough to get rid of. And they're <gasps> like, what? She's like, yeah, they used to visit me when I was young. And so they never, they never came into the house, but when he was when he was trying to sleep, um, he'd wake up and they would be there at the a door room, kind of just like doing this to him, like looking at him. Yeah. And he said that that no matter what he did, they wouldn't go away. And each time he'd wake up, he'd open up his eyes. They were there to be there looking at him until morning. And so, um, yeah. So it's uh, right. it's one of those things. Like my my mom saw them once when she was young, but my grandfather saw them all the time when he was young. Wow. Mm-hmm. That so, is crazy yeah so some of, <laughs> like, I, like i said some people believe that they, they guard the house so they'll actually leave little treats off for them so they can eat um mm-hmm. and there's a place you're supposed you're supposed to have a little like a little looks like a little troll doll a little gnome for every little for every little one you see because it's supposed to help them um like stay in your house to, to make sure they protect it um if you do not that they're supposed to there's i, I don't know the full the full folklore on this but they they can they can turn on you and they can become um, malevolent if you if you do not respect them or something like that mm-hmm. to the point where people actually believe that they have left changelings uh, um, in their in in place of their children. Um, wow. So that's another thing. So like I said, there's a big there's a big variety of stories that go on because of these things, but no one really knows what the. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you what what story goes where what what, what part of Mexico believes in this this type of of uh, story. Right are are they are they supposedly small people or are mm-hmm. they okay so they're mm-hmm. like like little gnomes. Yeah, that is so cool. They it's weird. It's not weird, but um, it's it's interesting that you hear these stories kind of all over the world. So now, so I've never heard of the duendes. Mm-hmm. in mexico but then they have like elves or um something similar in um, yeah like in norway and mm-hmm. in um 
uh, like Ireland or Scotland or whatever. Like there are stories about these little people all over the place. And it's the Mm -hmm. same thing. They can either be tricksters or they can be helpful. And Mm -hmm. I think that in Norway, um, I may be wrong. Usually I am. But in one of those countries, like they won't cultivate the land because Mm -hmm. or or make any type of overpass or or you know change this property into some something for for people to consume because they don't want to desert disturb the elves like it's really bad luck i think it's like when they they see a little structure of stone or something like that that that's supposed to be like that's that's where they live or something yeah yeah and they have uh, like yeah mm -hmm. if you if have you ever heard of uh or have you ever listened to lore Mm-hmm. the podcast they, they yeah. he has he has one specifically on that oh um, cool yeah that might have been where all this information came from <laughs> <laughs> our sources do you are remember, lore. oh do you remember when i was a kid um you told me that little people lived in the vase on the bookshelf yeah <laughs> that was a lie that was a complete lie that was we didn't see anything there was nothing there we just told you that to <laughs> Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, have you ever seen um, Cat's Eye? I, ha- I, it's been a very long time. It, that's an old movie, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, James Woods comes out in it. Uh, Drew Barrymore comes out in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, she's, she's a little girl in it. Uh, but it's based on three stories of Stephen King, and there's a little, a little uh, troll gnome kind of thing that comes out in it. That's what I kind of envision. Okay, yeah. I'll have to look into that and see. I have seen that. I just forgot all about it. Mm -hmm. Not surprised. It's claymation-ish, right? Yes. Yeah, it's like the cat. The cat. uh, (laughs) It fights the cat. Yeah. (laughs) The cat win. Yeah. Of course it does. Well, that's what that's the name of the movie is called Cat's Eye, because the cat's not really a part of the stories, but he's there in the area when it's happening. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, cool. Mm Yeah, I'll have to check that out and see. Neato. Yep. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Soul. Um, how can people uh, get a hold of you? You can um, catch me on Twitter. There, I have a couple of Twitter accounts that I feel like <laughs> I'm all over the place with them. Sometimes I answer from the wrong from the wrong account. Sometimes <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at, at nerdsftc. That's for my nerds in the crypt, um, and also at better underscore call me <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can listen to to nurse from the crypt um and waiting on a miracle on uh, pretty much any any platform that that um what's it called where you can you can hear podcasts we are actually search, switching nurse from the crypt over to the spoiler verse that's where uh, another of your guests uh, greg and uh, travis uh, who came on not too long ago right yeah. Um, they where they host their podcast. Uh, Greg's actually one of my one of my um, co-hosts for Nurse in the Crypt, and uh, we're moving over to the same the same network there. So they're going to be holding. They're going to be um, what's it called? Hosting our our podcast now as well as cool. Waiting on a Miracle. Awesome. So I can leave that information in the show notes if if anybody wants to get in contact to you. And are you looking for guests to be on your show for Waiting on the, yes. your Miracle? Okay. Yes, uh, for Wayne America, we're looking for anyone who has had any tro- any issues with infertility, um, whether it's, it be still going on or or have had an outcome. 
we want people to, to join us and, and tell us what, what they went through and uh, pretty much like an interview style uh, episode where we're talking back and forth and to tell us what their, you know, their story. And that way people can figure, find out that they're not alone. And that, I think that's really why this podcast came on because my wife was going through it and she just asked me, what if we did this? And we, allow people to see that they're not alone because they uh, that's what she felt like she felt like she was she didn't have any she didn't know who to talk to about this stuff well um we're here to for y'all to talk about and i'm i'm in, in the podcast because i'm her husband <laughs> but um but also because the the husband or the partner should also be part of that that journey so there's a lot of things that i think i i could have done better or i should have done better that i've learned from so um um while we go through our journey i'm going to say well this is where i was coming from i didn't know this was going on because it's 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 a difficult thing to talk about uh for for women sometimes and uh something that men should be uh, or the partner should be aware of yeah that's really that's that's really good i think that um I think I, I hope that you get a lot of listeners. It sounds like a, an amazing show that needs to be out there, definitely. Yes, so. and and we actually have, have a Facebook group um, that you can actually join. If uh, I can send you that link, um, yeah. If you if y'all want to be part of that discussion group, would not necessarily come on the on the podcast. You can also join us there, and we you can talk to us uh, after after we get past a couple of things we're, we're wanting to share a little bit more information that we find online and, and share them as articles or whatever on that, on that, um, on that Facebook. Cool. So it's also a resource place. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll make sure to put that all in the show notes and um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. I've been, I think I had been bugging you. like, oh, I can go back and come back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been kind of hard to get together with everything that's going on. Yeah. So I'm glad that we were able to yeah. do this. No, yeah. that's, uh, thank you very much for, for having me. Yeah, anytime. Welcome back anytime. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh, did, did we oh, tell them that you, you had uh, two episodes with us as well? Becky, Becky, Lindsay has one episode, Becky has two. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Lindsay and I were on the... Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Every single day. I know. I know. It's all my it's one of our best. You did it's fine. one of our best episodes. Yeah. We, were, we, we reviewed Teeth on uh, Nerds from the Crypt, Lindsay and I did, and, and somehow we're still friends, and I appreciate that so much. But you also got, like, an offer to be to do, what, a, a dental sponsorship or something like that? That was so weird, yeah. <laughs> we will definitely take responsibility for that. Like, you're welcome. Um, and then uh, I also reviewed, I can't even remember what the movie was called. Do you remember? Rabid. Rabid, that's right. Yeah, about uh, a woman who had a penis in her armpit. That's why Sobel asked me to come <laughs> on. Why did I, I mean I would have been perfect for that one? I know, Lindsay. The, you couldn't for some reason. There wasn't yeah, a legit reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, well, I think I had asked you about it before we even watched the movie. So yeah. I, I just it was just a it was just like a uh, a coincidence that it, it was like this is very similar to the the last one we did. Yeah, that was so funny. I know. <laughs> it turned out to be a pretty good movie. So check that out. Also check out that episode. Um, from Nerds from the Crypt, and I'll, I'll leave links to all those shows, too. And so, yeah, cool. 
Well, um, if anybody else wants to share their story, please do so. You can send it to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com or you can send it to us through Instagram or Facebook. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Um, if you do rate us or review us, uh, please give us a nice review and uh, take a snapshot of that. Send it to our email address with your physical mailing address and we will mail you some stickers. And uh, yeah, until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.